0: Welcome to the Ark Church podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. Okay. Well, welcome everybody to Healing Class. I love this class and this time that we have together. Um, I love studying for it, everything about it. And God is so faithful and so good. And I always learn as I'm studying too and praying for you, praying for all of us that we hear words from God. And the fact that you're here, God's healings just really already going to begin to work because you're showing that you want him. You're looking to him. It's so good. So whether you need healing or repair in your soul or your body, God does it all. He's so, so faithful. Before we start, we always do this. We lift up our Bible or your device, whatever you have with you, and we'll say this. This is my Bible. Bible. It's God's word to me. It strengthens me. It refreshes me. It's medicine to me. I love to read my Bible. I love to read my Bible, and I do love to read my Bible. And um, I'm so glad you're here tonight, and I'm just... Happy Valentine's Day. What a good day, huh? There's some uh, Hershey Kisses out there if you want some of those. I don't know if you know this, but I think I read the right thing. But um, Valentine was... um, uh, um, A priest years ago that actually got martyred for sharing his faith with a Roman emperor. Did anybody know that? Now that's love, isn't it? (laughs) I thought he was sharing Jesus Christ and he got martyred for it. Had anybody else heard that? That's the first I had heard that. I was like, wow, makes a whole new meaning of the day. I like that. But let's just pray a little bit here and ask God to help us and to hear from him. And I believe that there will be something said that God will speak to your hearts because it's who he is. He's so good. Father, I thank you for this time and everyone present And I just thank you that underneath your word, there's healing and there's help for us. I ask you, Father, that all of our hearts are open to hear the word that you would speak to us, Father. And I thank you for comforts and peace and an ease in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. He's so good. God does bring us relief and he brings us an ease all the time. So I have to show you something, and actually Doc gave me this. He gave me this Valentine. And when he first gave it to me, it was taped together, and I thought, oh, how nice. I love Valentines and all. And I didn't realize till I took the tape off that I was like, oh, it's a container. I love containers. I just have this thing with containers. I love containers. And what was really nice is there's candy in here. There's really sweet things in here, and I like it. I was very thankful that he didn't put, you know, like dead bugs or... You know, bird droppings or old food or fingernails or anything like that in here, you know, because I don't like those kind of things. I like when there's something nice in a container, but I happen to like containers a lot. It's interesting because um, just in a secular study... Words are actually thought to be and said to be like containers. Language itself, which is comprised of words, are containers. Our words hold something they hold something good or they hold something bad and that's why we have an emotional response even when we hear certain words now god's words which are containers and they hold something too the bible says in john 6:63 6, he said jesus said this the words that i speak to you are spirit and they are life so what jesus is saying the words i speak to you are my very breath and they're my inspiration or encouragement to you. The breath of God, the breath that gave you life to begin with, he'll always breathe on you. And it's in his word. In his word. I think this is the content. In his word is life. All of his word has life and health and healing for us. So it makes the scriptures like so valuable, like there's something really good on the inside of every word for me, when you think of it like a container. I think it's so interesting because with words, if they're that important, why do we just sling them around? Why do we expose ourselves to all different kinds of of words? interesting, isn't it? And sometimes I'll go about my day and I'll go, but I, I don't feel so good. And if I, if I think back, I'm like, I was fine until like that conversation at lunch. That conversation at lunch bothered me. What was in that conversation? Well, not so good things. Not so many good words. And we don't think they affect us, but they affect us all the time. Words do. The Bible actually says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So not only are words containers, they hold something and we respond to them with emotion. We do, depending on what's in those words for us. Um, But they have power. Power means that's something that can be effective in your life. Words have power. We think they're so small. We think maybe they're so insignificant. And the reason why I say that, myself included, I'm just not thinking about how powerful and how purposeful my words need to be. And I need to expose myself to those words too. But in life, we don't always get some nice words, do we? We just don't. And how about when you go to the doctor and you get a bad report? Those aren't good words. You go, I remember when I got a bad report from a doctor. It was a very quiet ride on the elevator back. Why? Why? He just told me words. Because it affected me. Now, a report, let me tell you what a report is. a doctor's report. You might get a report. I thought this was interesting. A report is actually just spoken or a written account of something a doctor or someone has observed, heard, done, or investigated. So all they're doing when you go to the doctors is they're reporting the tests, you know, of your body. And Usually you went there to ask for that report and then we get all upset when that report doesn't come out good. I want to help you here. And I, and, I, and I mean this in a really, really good way. So please listen to me. We get a lot of requests in pray for the doctor's report. I don't want bad news. None of us want bad news. Pray for the doctor's report. We actually can't pray for the doctor's report. The doctor's report is just observing what the natural world says. This is what is, what the medical science says. This is what's happening in your life. This is what's happening in the situation. As Christians, we don't deny what's happening. That's what's happening. But we believe that God has a different report. And that God is a miracle worker and can do something supernatural. Supernatural is not something you'll see in the scriptures, but it is the same as a miracle, a sign, and a wonder. Supernatural means it's beyond the natural. So I'm going to get a report. Now, let me give you an illustration of this. You'll understand it this way. We had a, a young guy who was having his first baby here on staff, and he and his wife decided not to, you know, find out what gender it was. Two weeks before she's about to have a baby, he goes, Oh, Miss Joy, please pray that it's a boy. <laughs> I was like, you're kidding me, right? Because it was a girl. <laughs> I was like, I can't pray. You're asking me two weeks before if it's, a, it's already a boy. If, if, and, and he didn't know at that time. I was like, I can't pray for that. <laughs> And that, so, so you're you're talking about the natural. So that's why I can't, can't pray the report. No, what I can pray, I can pray no matter what the report is. That you can believe and see the report of the Lord, which is supernatural. It's above the natural. And what I love about that word, supernatural, in Italian, and it means they say it, they call it super natural. I don't know if I'm saying that right does anybody know? (laughs) Well, I'm glad. So if I'm doing it wrong, it's nobody knows, right? Sopranatural, but it actually comes from the word soprano. A soprano voice is the highest pitched voice there is. It's above all the other voices. Sopranatural means supernatural, a miracle. God's like, I can do something above the natural. We get caught up here and it's like, no, I believe God's going to do something above the natural. And that's a miracle and that's a sign or that's a wonder. Now, interesting enough, if we look at Isaiah and you have my notes here. So um, Isaiah 53, one says this, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? I love this. I remember thinking about it for quite some time and um, thinking, okay, who's going to believe the report of the Lord and who, who is the arm of the Lord revealed to? Where's the strength of God revealed to? Where can God rescue somebody? Okay, the answer is in the first question. The arm of the Lord is revealed to whoever can believe the report of the Lord. If you can believe the report of the Lord or the supernatural, that God can do something above the natural for you, you can see the arm of the Lord revealed to you. You can see him roll up his sleeves and not that he doesn't want to. You're allowing him to do that when you believe him to go, oh, watch me work now watch me pull you up and out of that diagnosis. Watch me heal you on the inside, and nobody else may have ever received that before. Watch me um, help you be able to sleep at night or have a peace that you had never had. You see, God heals not only the physical well-being. Every time that I seem as though I'm, I'm needing healing in my body, God does something for me in my heart. So God bless you. So my my um, encouragement to you is believe God for a wholeness on the inside of you, that you're healed in your body, that you're healed in your soul too. Now, Um, You may come here, and and I'm not sure if you've ever heard about healing before, or this is new to you. Where you are in your walk with the Lord, I got to tell you, the Lord is so compassionate, and he's so kind. And so you may be going, so what do I do? Do Do I take medication? Do I not take medication? It's not either or. It can be both and. Medication is not actually a healer. Your body has a healing quality qualities in it, that's how God made us. It's an aid. And if God, you know, encourages you to take that aid, you take it with the scriptures. Now I'm gonna give you an example here. In nineteen eighty three I ended up with thyroid problems. I had just had Matthew. And so something happened after I had my babies for some reason. I had had Matthew, I had a thyroid problem. I started going to healing classes in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And when I went there, I was new to healing. I didn't know too much about it. At that time, the doctors were saying, you know, you really need to do this radioactive iodine and something for your thyroid at the time. I felt like it was the right thing for me to do, and yet I'm sitting in healing classes. So I went to the instructor there at that time, and I said, I just have to ask you a question. Do you think that God is mad at me because I'm needing to take medication or I need to go through this um, procedure? And with tears in her eyes, she said, no, God's not mad at you. Just take it with the scriptures. And so I did. I took the radioactive iodine with the scriptures, and I take a synthyroid pill I have since 1980s. In 1990, I had pancreas problems, and I went through a surgery. I didn't really even ask the Lord. I went real quick. The surgery didn't work. At that time, the doctor said to me, there's really nothing else we can do for you. I don't we don't have anything. We've done all we could. I wasn't mad at them. You shouldn't get mad at doctors. They're working with the knowledge they have. They're doing the best they can. They're just telling you, reporting to you the natural. There was nothing they could do for me. I had to believe for the supernatural. All I had were the scriptures. But Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit. They're my breath. I'll breathe on you. And they're life. And I can live by the scriptures. So I had grown in my faith. I had been around healing a little bit. Did it take me a little time? It did. It took me a little time, but I got there. And God will help you wherever you are. So there's no condemnation in any way. Allow God to speak to you. My prayer for you is that during this time of healing, and I like how Janet mentioned last week, it's a time study while you're here. Study. Let God speak to you and give you a particular scripture where you're like, I think God just talked to me. And you will be so blessed. It'll just do something so sweet for you. That is my prayer for you to hear from the Lord. And I know you can. I know you can. So I want to share with you a story. Um, uh, this evening about the second miracle that Jesus does, okay? The first miracle he does is at the wedding of Cana. So interesting to me because the first miracle, the start of his miracles where we see God do something above the natural is he turns water to wine. Is everybody familiar with that story? Okay, pretty amazing because naturally water does not turn to wine, And guess what? The wine didn't turn back to water. Water turned to wine. There was a conversion. Something was converted, a chemical conversion. God can do that. If God can turn water to wine, can he turn any sickness in your body to healing? Can he make that healing and give you a cure to where you never have to go back to that sickness anymore? Absolutely, he can first miracle, a conversion. Second is a healing. There hadn't been a healing before this, what we're going to read right here. This is the second miracle. Are you ready? Let's listen to it. In John chapter 4, Verse 46, so Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine, and there was a certain nobleman, which would be a royal official, whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. And then he inquired of them the hour when he got better or began to amend. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed and his whole household. This again is a second sign or a miracle Jesus did when he had come out of Judea into Galilee. I love this. So there had not been a healing. We see Jesus starting his ministry with water turned to wine, and then we see this royal official come up to Jesus and say, I I need you to come. Imploring would mean he's he's pretty like emphatic. "I, I need you to come. My son is at the point of death. I love that. When you look at the healing scriptures, look at every part of it and ask yourself, is that me? The point of death to me is like, no matter what stage you're at, if you have cancer or degenerative disease at a certain stage, this child is at the point, just about to die. And yet, he lives. I love that because sometimes it's like, I bet you don't understand what happened to me. And and I, I know it's really painful to go through some difficult things. But God does understand, and no matter what's happened to you, you are not beyond the repair and reach of God's mighty hand and arm. His arm that can pull you out and rescue you out of anything. He is so, so, so good. And so this man, Jesus goes, if you don't see something, are you going to believe Do you have to see it to believe it? Or can you believe it? If you can believe it first and grab a hold of that, you'll see it. And the man at first, he asked because he didn't quite understand. And I think if we don't understand some things, God will help us. He'll work with us. He's very, very kind, extremely merciful. And your relationship with him can get so close at this time. The man takes the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he goes his way. You can't take a word that God spoke to someone else. You need God to speak a word to you. And when he speaks a word to you, the moment he says it, and you grab hold of it and believe it, healing begins. And it says so in this scripture. When did the boy begin to amend? When did he start to get better? It wasn't an immediate healing. It was an amending. He got, when did it start? It was the exact hour that Jesus said, your son lives. Go your way, your son lives. Now, what if the Lord were to say to you right now, right now, he's going to say to you, you're going to go tonight. And you're going to live. With whatever you're going through, you're going to live and not die. And you're going to declare the works of the Lord. That's the scripture in the Psalms. You're going to live. You're going to come through. And you're going to be healed and you're going to be whole in your soul as well as your body. Do you believe that? You go your way with that and healing begins starts. I love that. Amending gets better. Interesting thing about this is I looked up Capernaum to Cana to Capernaum, all right? So he says the boy was healed at about the seventh hour. It would have been about one o'clock in the afternoon. It takes about seven hours and 40 minutes to walk from Cana to Capernaum. He could have just gone, okay, I better get home. I got to hurry up and get there and see if my son's alive. He said yesterday. He mentioned in the scriptures yesterday, which means he spent the night. He could have gone seven hours at one o'clock, but he didn't. It's the next day. He hadn't seen anything, but he believes. He believed the word Jesus spoke to him. God wants to speak to all of us about everything. If I have a cold, if my toe is hurting me, if I fall into a garbage can like I did a couple of weeks ago, I'm asking the Lord, talk to me. I mean, give me a scripture, Lord. You know what just happened, and um, and He talks to me. He does. I was like, oh, whether it's big or. But I've always done that, and God will give me a different word, a different verse each time. In Psalm 107, 20, it says, He sends His word and heals and delivers us from destruction. His word is a container. In that word is the power to heal you and to deliver you free you rescue pull you apart from whatever's hurting you from whatever disease is trying to pull on you too isn't that a wonderful thing to think about God's word because we have that available and it, it it's over the natural it's so natural. It's higher than what medical science might be saying about you right now. not denying that. I used to say this is what medical science says, but I believe that the healing power of God is at work in me. It's bringing about a cure. That's Jeremiah 33, 6. God wants to cure us. He's so good. There is a minister, and he said he went to go visit a man in the hospital that was very, very sick. He wasn't doing well, and he was getting worse. And so he said to the man, he said, "Um, okay, I want to see where we can believe God together. Do you believe? Can you believe? And I can believe with you that tomorrow you'll be just a little bit better than you were today. And he said, I think I can believe that. I don't think I can believe for this big thing, but I can believe I could be better tomorrow. And he was better. And then he went in the next day and he went, do you think that you could be a little bit better today? Than tomorrow? And he did it every day until the man was completely healed. Getting better is healing. The first healing miracle is unamending, he continues to get better and he lives. I love that. Getting better is healing. You want to get your words in line with God's word. Thank you for the healing power of God. It's at work in me. I believe the word that God spoke to me. So when the natural of calling out to you with all kinds of symptoms, you're like, God's healing power, God's healing hand is on my life. His word is working in me. He sends his word. He heals me. And I believe his word. Now, okay, so how do you begin to hear a word that's spoken to you, not to somebody else? It's so easy to go, give me something. I mean, what did God tell you? I want the word he gave you, you know, but God really wants to speak to you, and you have to know this. You can hear from God, and it's a good thing to begin to go, I can hear from God. One way you're going to begin to hear from God is by reading your Bible. You have to read your Bible, because this is where God speaks. Remember, all of this word are god breathe. God's breath is in all of these words. So as you're reading, you're reading Project 340, 363. I got the words wrong, the numbers wrong, <laughs> 365. I just shortened our year here. <laughs> okay, so 365, right? Okay, so you're reading the Bible or maybe you're just reading Psalms right now. If you continue reading the scriptures, over time there will be a word that... I just I don't know, it just it kinda like it came off the page. It was highlighted to me and, and, and I was by myself and it just that that one word. And when you have that one word Go over it and read it again and again and again. That's God speaking to you. Or maybe a healing passage that means something to you. When you can't sleep at the no- in the night and something's really bothering you, you got bad news again. I know what that's like. The scriptures say in Psalm 119.50, this is my comfort and my affliction. This is what I do when life is bothering me for your word has given me life. God's word is life. God's word will help you. It is his breath, his word. I love it. We don't understand how it works. It does. But you don't understand how a pill you take works, do you? We take a pill. We don't, we don't know who put it together. We don't even know what's in it, but you trust that the doctor said, take this for 10 days, and you're going to feel better. And you're like, okay. And you put some kind of faith behind, oh, it's going to help me. I don't even know what's in it. God's words, and it's so corny, but it's so true, are gospel pills. (laughs) But I know what's in it. And there's no side effect. There's spirit, there's life, there's medicine in all of God's words. Don't go through the night in angst and tormented and not able to sleep. That's not what God has for you. Read the scriptures. Sometimes if I'm up at night, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna sleep, I'm gonna read my Bible and I'm gonna pray and God will speak to me. And I get awfully sleepy at that time too, it's amazing. God wants to speak to you. I can't impress you enough of what a word of the Lord will do. Now, whether you're believing God for your body or someone in your family, um, we, all, we will always need to believe God for healing and help. And that's good. We're dependent on him. I'm like, thank you, Lord. I love you. I know who you are. I know you can do supernatural things in my life, way above the natural. That's where you work miracles. And he loves to do that for us. My um, daughter, her first child, when she had her first child, just uh, the, the pregnancy was pretty good, but the birth was really difficult. We didn't hear anything about her and the baby for five hours. And we almost lost her and the baby. Five hours later, we hear something. I'm like just praying, going, okay, God, what just happened? I'm always asking the Lord. Ask the Lord talk to him about some things he'll talk to you so she's stabilized and the baby's in NICU by the time I get there it was a lot more extreme with the baby than I had originally thought and so there were some days that were really quite difficult and I'm praying there and Alan's here in Houston And he calls me one morning, and he said, I got a word of the Lord. Now, someone can give you a word, and you can feel like, I think God just spoke to me. That can definitely happen. just don't want to take somebody else's word. Let me take what God gave you. Someone can have a word for you. These are words to you tonight. Did you know that? So, he says to me, I got a scripture, and it's out of Romans. And it says, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken the baby's mortal body. Quicken would mean bring life to. You know, you look looking in a microscope when you're a kid and something moves. You're like, oh, I like it. Look, there's something that moves in there. Uh, that word quicken is like a baby in a mother's womb. Nobody else sees it, but the mama feels movement. There's movement there, quicken. She, he goes, I get this word quickened. Well, so we go to the hospital. My, my daughter's kind of still out of it in shock. And Josh and I, her husband, were looking at each other. And I mean, everything went wrong on that day. It was such a scary day in the natural because of the baby's breathing and all the stuff they're trying to do. And like everything went wrong was a spooky day. We had bad reports. But Josh and I would look at each other, and I'm like, quickened. And he'd go, that's right, quickened. I'm like, quickened. We believe, like, quickened. We kept speaking that word, quickened, quickened. The baby is quickened, quickened, according that scripture. And the baby was quickened. The next day, he began to breathe, and God worked. It wasn't immediate. It was gradual until fullness of healing and wholeness. Just because you don't have it all, don't give up, if you're getting better, if you feel a little bit better, you're healing. But that word, if God gives you a word, speak that word. When we spoke quickened, we saw it in the baby. And I knew it was, here you got the natural speaking. I'm like, mm, we're speaking above that. Quickened, quickened. In fact, the baby, they were doing a brain scan on the baby. So I'm reading scriptures and they're like, she's she's causing too much brain activity. I'm like, oh, good. That's what we're asking for. Brain activity. <laughs> somebody asked me to be quiet so <laughs> like, well I'll just sit over here and pray <laughs> but there was brain activity why I was speaking the scriptures I read the baby you speak the scriptures you read the scriptures especially if you're really having a hard time read the bible out loud it's life and medicine and God's word has power enough to convert the soul I think this is so interesting um in Psalm 19, it says this, the law of the Lord is perfect. So God's word is perfect. It can convert the soul. It can change your emotional well-being. It it can change chemicals. It, it changes the composition of something. Who does that? Even emotionally, if you get a pill that it can make you a little crazy, you know, it really can, but then it wears off or it could help and then God's word can convert and change you on the inside, convert you. Think about it. Water turned to wine. It wasn't like, and then the wine turned back to water. It didn't. The water turned to wine. When God brings healing, you can stay whole in an area. And something else might attack you, but you're like, and I'll get that too. I'll see God heal me too. I don't let little, little things or sicknesses bother me. Because I know that God can do some things. I'm like, Father, I just need to hear from you and speak a word. Okay, so really interesting. This is so interesting to me. I actually found a study done by a Japanese scientist called Emoto. And so he was doing an experiment with water. Because sound vibrations and word uh, moves four times faster in water than in open air. And we are made of 70% water. So he was like, how do words affect water? How do words affect us as people? 70% water our bodies are made of. So he does this experiment. The experiment is this. If just in the natural, if you take purified water with no additives and you freeze that water, on the top of the water, it forms crystals, just naturally. If that water is not purified, if it has fluoride or any kind of other additive, then it will not crystallize on the top. So this Japanese scientist took the purified water and froze it, but in a 24-hour period, he put a sign on it and he kept speaking to it, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. I hate you. And what naturally should have happened with crystallized, um, uh, what did I just say? Crystallized little snowflake. Crystals. Right. Crystals on top, like snowflakes on top, that naturally would happen. it didn't form. It was just misshapen gray clumps. But in the natural, it naturally does that. He spoke, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you over it. And it changed the composition. Isn't that interesting? This is not a Christian study. So then he took polluted water that shouldn't form crystals. Crystals Shouldn't form crystals at all on the top, right? And he put on there, I love you. And he spoke it for 24 hours. I love you. I love you. I love you. In something that does not naturally form crystals. I love you. I love you. I love you. And it formed crystals crystals saying we as people are we have are made of 70% water words have power it moves four times faster in water interesting huh God's words you speak positive words it 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 goes above the natural You get a bad report, something doesn't look good, but God's word says it's supranatural. Miracle, sign, and wonder. That was the second miracle, but you're supposed to be a miracle too. All these are for us to learn these things of what God wants to do in our life, and I'm fully convinced he wants to do that, that he's giving you words that you can go your way and go, I believe that. Now, I think it's important here in this last point is what report are you going to believe? Now, I can say that you can, you can, you can believe the report of the Lord. At the point, at the moment that the nobleman believed what Jesus said, at that moment healing began. As soon as you hear a word from the Lord and you're like, I believe the report of the Lord, the arm of the Lord can be revealed to you. God's like, thank you. I can work. I can roll up my sleeves and pull you out of this whole situation. I can do something right now because you believe me. Now you can believe the Lord. You can, you could choose. It's a choice. I choose to believe this scripture. If you'll read it enough, you'll get it in you until you're like, I get it, I get it, I get it. I believe God's report. I believe what God has to say. And this is so wonderful because you never have to be afraid of a bad report or bad news or anything. Because you're like, what does God have to say? I'm going to let God speak to me because he has something to say to me. And I am going to choose to believe what he says and I'm going to go my way I'm not going to panic I'm going to go my way and I'm going to believe the word of the Lord and speak the word of the Lord till it changes something in me can change the composition chemically in my body in my soul God's words convert the soul the Bible also says in Proverbs 4 that God's words are life and medicine they contain medicine God's words contain the medicine from heaven for you. Isn't that nice? I like his medicine. It's good medicine. Everything about God's word is medicine. That's all I had when I had the pancreas situation were God's words. And and he healed me. There was a time where the doctor said, we're good if we just leave you alone. I was like, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> what are you doing? I said, I'm reading the scriptures over and over and over again. And little by little, I didn't even have to take any medication. I won't take any medication for the pancreas at this time. No, not. I haven't had any pain since 1996. I'm so thankful for that. Very, very thankful for the word of God. Was I perfect at it? No. But God was so kind to me. And I really believe I saw the kindness of the Lord. And that would be my prayer for you. You see how much God loves you. Not that you're just like, okay, I'm comfortable. Thank the Lord. I'm comfortable. I don't have pain. But I see how merciful and loving the Lord is. When I was in the hospital um, with the pancreas and I had surgery and everything went wrong, um, I had a neighbor come to visit me. Her name was Melissa. And she came to visit me, and she had been a nurse, an RN, and uh, I believe an RN or nurse, and she went on to become an engineer. She was like, brilliant. So I'm here in the hospital, St. Luke. She worked there, and she comes up to my room. I have all these, like, tubes in me and all, and I was like, "Listen, I just, she's got her silk blouse on. She's got, you know, her skirt. She's all dressed for the day. She looks at the clock and she says, you know, you're not going to get a bath today. I can tell they're busy on the floor. She rolls up her sleeves. I went, you can't bathe me. I'm just so yucky. And she goes, no, I'm going to bathe you. She didn't even cover her silk blouse. She rolled up her sleeves, brushed my teeth, washed my face. I was like, oh, thank you. I don't even know what to say. But the Lord taught me with that. He's like, I'll roll up my sleeves. Heaven and earth, clothed in the most beautiful garments, would roll up his sleeves for you to help you when you feel like, oh, I just feel so yucky. And you're not yucky to him. He loves you. He'll help you. He'll do things nobody else would do for you. And He'll heal you completely. I stand here today to tell you that God is good. And He loves you. And He'll heal you. And you can hear from Him. And it makes all the difference in the world. Amen. Let me pray for you again. Father, I thank you for everyone here. For the sweet healing mercies and power of God. And for who you are, Lord. That these will grow to such a place they believe the report of the Lord see the supernatural and you're able to roll up your sleeves and rescue them and pull them out of whatever they're in Lord God thank you their feet will be steady on good ground and they will be made whole thank you for a conversion happening in their hearts in their bodies in Jesus name Amen and Amen